Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Beyond the Present Podcast. My name is Daniel Morgan and today I'm joined by Pujix live from Toronto. Hey there, my man. How's it going? Everything's fantastic, man. How are you? I am doing terrific. And of course, we have my man Hub back. That's right. Ishan Gol is here. Hey there, my man. How's it going? Hey, Dan. How are you guys doing? I am doing terrific. About Pujix, well, it's raining now in Canada, so I'm guessing he's feeling very romantic right now. Am I right, Pujix? <laughs> Well, I, I like the rain, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. I knew it, basically. <laughs> Speaking of romance and whatnot, when it comes to romance, there's a lot of criticism. And today's topic is actually about that, how to deal with criticism. So let's start first with uh, Pujix. Pujix, do you find it easy to deal with those who criticize you or try to diss you or point out something that is wrong with you? Or do you generally find it so hard when somebody points out like, dude, this is just – that's not your style? Like, how do you feel? Uh, that's a very good question, and um, I think it, it really depends on the type of criticism. I like to try and, um, you know, I, I think there are some good criticisms and bad criticisms, and the, the ones that are bad. So the problem with those is that it, it, it effectively is attacking you, and it's never fun to be around that, although you have to understand that it's just one guy's opinion. It doesn't mean that, that that's who you are, so you don't have to take it personally. But at the same time, Especially when criticism comes from the people who know you personally, I think it it it, um, it has a good uh, good value, and you want to uh, take it into account. But in general, of course, it's not easy to think of yourself in negative uh, lights. Or, um, uh, but, but it's 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 good to understand that either it's a positive thing, so you can get feedback, or it's just uh, some guy's opinion, and it's basically not true. By the way, you said if it comes from somebody that you know, it actually uh, is a lot more effective. But doesn't it hurt a lot more if it comes from somebody who knows you actually? Well, I guess it depends on how it's illustrated, right? Or how it's presented. So if somebody comes to me and be like, dude, I, I have this thing I want to tell you. I hope you you don't take it personally. I just want to you know help you out or whatever. So if it's in a good way, I mean, that was an example. Maybe that wasn't actually the best way to do it. Exactly, because if, if somebody said, way, don't take it personally, yeah. I just run out of there right away. I mean, I don't even wait for the guy to finish the exactly. sentence. I was like, the moment I said it, I was like, that's actually pretty probably not the best way to say it. Anyway, <laughs> that's so, right. So bottom line is if, if somebody actually comes to you and says, says it very, uh, in, in a positive manner, then, then maybe, maybe it's actually less, uh, of a pain. But in general, I agree with you. In general, it, it, we take to feel like, okay, my, my buddy is hurting me or he doesn't appreciate me or whatever. So, or, or for example, in romantic relationships, you, we might really take it personally and be upset about it. I agree with you. That's very true. But that's, that's where your conscious self should come into place and understand that, assuming this is a positive and constructive criticism. Very nice. Um, that makes sense. Right. That makes yeah, sense. I like it. Let's move on now sense. to yeah. – hold, hold on. Let me move on to uh, right now with Sean about uh, this issue because I want to know – because we're going to come back to the uh, issue of criticism in different areas, relationships, personal, professional, all that stuff. But let's just for an acumen general. So, Ishan, uh, how about yourself? Like how do you deal with criticism in different forms and shapes? I think there's a very good saying that you know that says you know, keep your enemies close, uh, you keep your friends close, and keep your enemies even closer. Wow. Uh, what I've come to realize is that maybe you should even keep your critics the closest. Wow. Because I feel like you have so much to learn from them. But then, what is really important when dealing with criticism is figuring out whose criticism you're willing to accept, in the sense that what kind of criticism really matters to you, right? Um, because as, as Puya mentioned, there can be tons of people criticizing you behind your back or in front of you, but 
somehow there's only a certain few people who have the guts to come out and say something, especially if they're close to you. And I think sometimes that's something we can appreciate because it takes a lot of honesty and courage to admit something. Dude, you remind me of some of these so. uh, Indian Zen masters or something like like he's like, oh, he's like, sit down there, like just criticize me. My mind is focused. Criticize I will me. absorb. <laughs> I mean, like that's pretty pretty amazing. So, are you saying that you do not feel bad when you hear somebody criticize you, Ishan? I, I mean, I'm not saying I don't feel bad. <laughs> you, you, and like how you mentioned, if people say don't take it personally. That's the first instinct we take it personally. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, well, that that was that's the scariest sentence. I mean, if some if I hear that sentence, I just literally run away immediately because it just really you know freaks you out. But generally speaking, you do <laughs> yeah. tend to. Uh, it's, it's one of those uh, you know things we have when you, when like you're on a date, and the girl says like, "So listen, it's not about you; it's about me." You see that kind of stuff. <laughs> so it's exactly like that. But generally, you're oh. saying that you do not feel negative when you're, uh, let's say, in the presence of a critic who tends to criticize you openly, or for you, that's okay? Uh, but I feel it's very important to be balanced when, when you're getting criticized, let's say, when you're getting, you know, berated by someone. But it's very important not to get everything like taken to heart, because that's where we tend to go. We swing too much in the negative about us too, right? It's more about, okay, if this is X is the feedback that's given to us, what is something that I worked on and make myself better if that criticism is worth my time and effort, right? Interesting. Very like, well. So uh, we're going to talk right today about both uh, being criticized as well as criticizing ourselves as well as others. But first, since being criticized, I guess, happens more often than criticizing others. So let's start with the first one. So Pujix, let's talk about being criticized. When we find ourselves in different situations where we're being criticized by, let's say, both personally and professionally, we're going to talk about both, of course, in a moment, but let's start, uh, let's start things a bit light. So let's talk about general criticism, not personal criticism by, let's say, a girlfriend, boyfriend, I don't know, some, somebody close in, in your family. Let's first talk about general criticism. Uh, let's say the way you're chewing your gum. For example, an old uh, gentleman approaching you says, Pujix, the way you're chewing your gum, this is just like an asshole. Please just don't do that. Is it possible? I mean, you literally chew gum like, like, like an asshole. So don't do it. Like, just think of something that's very silly, right? So in that condition, when you receive <laughs> – by the way, Pujix, do, do you chew gums a lot or not? <laughs> I do actually chew. I awesome. I knew it. That's right. Just, just guessed it, man. Just guessed it. All right. So just, just imagine, like we're talking about general forms of criticism that are not too personal. Let's say we're talking about the, the way you're dressing or the way you're talking, or maybe like as you're talking, you just spit a lot in people's faces and they, they need like these goggles to protect their eyes or something. So let's talk about those types of criticism, basically. So, uh, how do you, uh, generally react when others criticize you for general things that are not too personal or too serious? Series. Well, I mean, ultimately, it's it really depends. So, first of all, it does sometimes. Like, it, ultimately, it hurts. It hurts a little bit. Uh, it can't hurt a lot, of course. But, like, I, I'll take your examples. If somebody's uh, thinking I'm chewing, <laughs> I mean, uh, so chewing gum and how whether you like it or not. It could be very much their opinion, so I wouldn't really bother, unless like a lot of people tell me that. But then maybe there's something wrong with me chewing gum, <laughs> okay. um, the, the way that I chew gum. But for example, when I see, for example, a piece of food in your in your uh, stuck uh, between your teeth, that I tell, that's that's very true. Like it, it's there. So that would be very, I mean, it's not a criticism, but that makes sense. It's a flaw that you're pointing out, or I'm, I'm spitting while I'm talking. Again, that makes a lot of sense because, well, obviously you don't want to be spitting when you're talking, and then I am. So that's, 
That makes a lot of sense. But some criticisms, so for example, how you dress your fashion sense, I don't appreciate it. That's just your opinion. So that's fine. Like you're entitled to your opinion, but then it doesn't mean that it's necessarily I have to change the way I dress because you don't like it or one person doesn't so like it. Do you it. tell that to the person? Let's say this old gentleman comes and say, for example, uh, listen, dude, uh, I don't like the way the young generation is dressed in general and the way you dressed in particular. You dress like an asshole. For example, in this condition, what would you tell this old gentleman? I'm curious. Well, I mean, I, w- I would really want to know what is wrong with the way I'm dressing that he's referring to. He says, everything is wrong. Look, what is not wrong? I mean, look at how you dress. Oh, my gosh. So how'd you respond in this case? I'm curious. <laughs> you know, if, if, they, if they can be specific and be, uh, you know, meticulous about it and they have a good uh, argument, then I would argue with them. But if they don't, they're just like... Um, just, just trying to hate upon people, then I would ignore them. Why would Fantastic. I even care? You said something right. very nice. You said specific. And I think that's one of the most important lessons in this podcast. Guys, the criticism must be specific and it must target something specific, not the person. Do not criticize the person. Criticize the behavior or the thing they have done. That's a very good point so far from Bujik. So I love that. Let's move on now to Ishan. Ishan, how do you react to uh, general forms of criticism that are not too personal or serious? I think in Canada, we just say sorry the first time someone criticizes us. You guys are too nice. (laughs) You guys are too nice. I even heard, like literally, I heard like if you punch a Canadian in the face, it says, oh, sorry, is your hand okay? I mean, literally, I heard like something like this about Canada. (laughs) And and I've seen that happen, like, you know, and the instinct sometimes here is to be like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. It's my fault or something. But it's, it's very, very important as a person to like block out the ones that are just not worth it. You know, like if someone has a problem with your sense of fashion, until unless they're specific, I don't think it should matter to you because everyone has different styles too, right? That's right. So, um, and, and some, and sometimes if I think, oh, okay, maybe there's something about my actions that might be annoying people around me, let's say I'm blasting music and someone tells me around that, hey, can you close that down a little bit? I would be like, yeah, fair enough. I should do that. And I would just, you know, agree to what they're saying. But it doesn't mean just blindly accepting whatever someone's criticizing you for. Wow. Yeah, because that's the thing with a lot of the online trolls that happens these days, right? Oh, my. A lot Tell of me it's that. just blunt, blunt, undirected criticism for no reason. So true. We're going to talk about the trolls later on. These guys just are, oh, my goodness. Think about it. But for now, that was a general case. But let's be honest. Sometimes that criticism comes from somebody very close. And that criticism sometimes literally echoes in your head for minutes, hours, maybe days or weeks. And in those conditions, it hurts a lot more. So let's talk about this for a second. So Pujix, let's say you heard this criticism, not from a random, uh, you know, grandpa on the street, but let's say from someone you love and care about. Let's say it comes from your, let's say your girlfriend, your partner, your parents, I don't know. Let's say some, a close family member, or a very close friend. In that condition, this is a very different scenario because these guys know you. They've known you for a long time and it somehow hurts a lot more. So in that condition, what do you think we should do to deal with criticism? Right. I mean, I'm going to make an assumption first. And that assumption is this is, again, it's because there are people that I know and I trust and they love me supposedly. Uh, 
I'm assuming this is a constructive criticism. It's not destructive. So that, that's the first assumption. And based on that assumption, I would go on and saying, uh, say that, yes, that's true. And we tend to take that maybe, I mean, at least I do, a little bit more personally because, because they are people who know us. So, um, so the first step, I would really try to not take this personally because I understand that this person doesn't uh dislike me or or hate me or it's not it's not me it's something very specific maybe something i do a behavior i have or or simply something stuck in uh, between my teeth or something like that That's right. so it doesn't mean that it's it, it should uh, affect my character it, and it doesn't perhaps most like again if it's constructive it doesn't it's not supposed to affect your character it's it's about something very specific then i would um you know i would basically basically taking what they're saying, well, assuming I'm past the emotional part of it one way or the other, then I would like to take in the, those pieces and see, okay, how much of it makes sense? What truth is there to that? It might be their misinterpretation. It might be that they got a wrong signal or interpreted something very uh, differently, or it could be very true. They, they saw something that is actually very wrong, and I either didn't notice it or or I did, and I'm working on it, but they are bringing it up. Uh, so, so yeah, I would, uh, I would basically think about it first and try to uh, get get further fe- feedbacks, hopefully. So, so be, you're, be you're like, saying, okay, let's say, for example, let's say, for example, your girlfriend yeah. says, "Honey, I mean, you're great, but during when we were making love, you literally sound like an Apache." <laughs> like this basically and please could you tone it down like in that condition how would you respond to that criticism <laughs> okay so again this is a this is a perfect case it doesn't necessarily come out of me like this, <laughs> that's right I, I, w- I would be like but this gets me going all right like baby i love to be in a bunch baby that's what i do <laughs> all the time very good no, my joke is like that that's that's actually a very good good point sometimes it's not so for example in this case it might not it might be something that this person doesn't like and another person for example even like interesting a lot. So, i, I mean, love this have, one it's like honey you maybe you don't like it but all the other girls love it i'm telling you i'm gonna go upstairs now then goodbye have a good night so so in this particular case effectively in this particular case i would say okay we let's let's come up with a compromise assuming this is something i really want to keep doing <laughs> that's if it's right not then i would be like yeah you're right why do i do that thing <laughs> so let's let's just uh, focus on that Remind interesting me if, if it happens again very right. nice fantastic <laughs> so let's move on now to uh, ishan so buddy let's say uh, you are hearing a criticism from somebody that you care a lot about somebody very close and you could take it a lot more personally in this case so how do you react what's the right way in this situation to deal with that criticism I think the first step is letting it sink in because it definitely hurts you more than some random person criticizing you, right? Exactly. So it's very normal and natural to feel that way that, oh man, somebody just said that about me. What kind of person am I? Wow. And then once once you're through that, it's it's actually uh, actually just thinking or maybe quickly analyzing and saying, is this criticism, if I improve upon this point, is this going to make me a better person in some way? Right. Wow. And if it does, I think I, I, I try and go about actually making, working on that point of mine. Let's say if someone says, Hey man, you're like, you're lazy or you, you know, or you're not in time for some things, then I would actually put in an effort and say, okay, I'm going to change that about myself because eventually that will make me a better person. So that's just the practical part of it is to see if it's worth it. And, uh, but again, um, the reason sometimes criticism hurts us a lot is because it just hurts our egos, essentially. Wow. So, and, and I've heard from a lot of, you know, if you watch a lot of like sports person or people like that, 
you know, criticism really hurts the ego, but they're, they've learned that by humbling down and actually accepting some of the good criticism, they've become a lot better at what they do, for example. Interesting. So it actually hurts our ego, but we got to accept it if we want to actually grow as a person. Yeah, that's, that's the way point, I like to point. think about it. And before I move on to actually criticizing others, uh, Pujix mentioned destructive versus constructive criticism. So Pujix, what is the exact difference between the two and how can we differentiate the two? Um, that's a good question. I would, um, so to, to, to differentiate the two, I'm putting myself in the shoes of the person who's, uh, criticizing, uh, you or whoever. So as a, as a person who I'm criticizing, uh, who I'm trying to be a critic, uh, so I'm, cr- I'm trying to be a, be a critic of you. I have, I might have different intentions. Then my intention could be purely to actually help you, uh, solve a problem that I consider a problem. Or I could actually be going out of my way to, to hurt you, actually. So come up with something that is potentially a, a problem, or in my opinion, could be. And then try to sh- shove that in your face and be like, okay, you're bald. It's not like I can't do anything about my baldness, right? But I, if, I, if I keep emphasizing on somebody who's bald, that you're bald, wh- why are you so bald, whatever. And then that, that doesn't make any sense. Because first of all, he can't do much about it. Secondly, it's your opinion. And third, if you keep saying that, it's only to hurt that person potentially, especially specifically if that person is really insecure about his uh, lack of hair. Let right? me tell you, speaking so, of baldness, so that- dude, I saw your photo yesterday, man. You got this sweater, you got the beard, and you have the head fully shaven. You look like a friggin' something star, dude, man. That was friggin' awesome. <laughs> Loved it. So I think it depends in that Thank case. You. Like, let's be honest, maybe they are jealous. I mean, how do we know if that criticism is not founded on jealousy? It could, so even if so, if it is, it's actually destructive. If it's trying to hurt you, it's destructive. Any anything of the sort, if it's not to help you get better, is destructive criticism. Effectively, mm-hmm. interesting. So, uh, Ishan, how do you? Uh, that, that's good, Ishan. How do you actually differentiate the two? Like, how do you know if, for example, uh, somebody sees somebody who's dressed all cool, that's got this hoodie, that's got the beard, hell is full, uh, the head is fully shaved, and looks like like a real badass, and this guy says, "Dude, you're bald." For example, right? How do you know if this is a constructive criticism or destructive so it's it's again i feel like it's the tone of the way the criticism is done or as as jealousy for example it's it's like a big reason why so many people can criticize you so it's about i i personally like to see what kind of person i think of them as they are of the critic that's right so if that's a person who actually likes to talk the truth and who's very honest about everything i would probably take it as more constructive criticism but if i know someone who just likes to sugarcoat or is kind of a sly person i'd often equate that to being okay that person might be a little destructive when it comes to the comments just because they know they tend to get jealous Mm -hmm. or they can just do that to you know wind you up that kind of thing that's right that's a good point so now that we've uh, mentioned the difference between the two let's talk about criticizing others because sometimes we are not on the other side of the gun we're actually pointing the gun at the others and we're trying to criticize them for their behavior so say you don't like something about i mean we mentioned the apache example let's say that you have the same problem with your girlfriend let's say she's doing certain things that you don't like or she's (laughs) maybe making certain noises you don't appreciate or there are certain things you want her to change so in that condition how should we go about criticizing others and we'll again talk about both approaches we're going to talk about criticizing those who are very close to us as well as you know criticizing those who are let's say not that close in a general setting at workplace so on and so forth so let's start first with you uh Pujix. what do you think are the right ways 
to criticize someone for something general and not too personal. Right. I mean, now that we discussed uh, different types of like the constructive and destructive criticism, I want to firstly make sure that my criticism is actually a constructive one. Very. So, nice. for example, I mean, you might not be conscious about this, but then I see something that bothers me a little, and then. I, 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 I use that as an opportunity because, for example, 10 minutes ago, my, let's say in this case, my girlfriend mentioned that, okay, you're not washing the dishes. Now I have this, you know, rage that I want to throw at her and I throw it in the shape of a criticism, which is actually not intent to change anything or make anything better or whatever. So first of all, I want to make sure it's not the case, hopefully, because it, it's not going to help anybody. And it's not going to help the relationship for sure. So that, that's the first step. And the second step is that, um, especially of the people that we know, we want, we want to use their strengths and weaknesses to be able to, so to make sure we are not, uh, we are helping them not take this personally. So, uh, as Ishan mentioned, the first step to, to receive the criticism is to get past that emotional turmoil. So as a critic, as a critic, I want to make sure that I can, as much as possible, help that person get past that and don't take it personally and understand that I'm not saying this because I don't like them or whatever. That's it's right. just merely something that I want to discuss to change or I think is wrong or something like that. I mean, that's a great point, but uh, I have a very, very important question to ask you right now that I just wanted to ask you yeah, immediately sure. about, uh, you mentioned that, uh, do you wash the dishes and you don't ask your girlfriend to do that, wash dishes for you? Are you kidding me? So you, you, you wash the dishes? <laughs> All right. Very well. So seriously, do you wash dishes yourself? I'm curious. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Very well. Good guy. Fantastic. Love this guy. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> now let's move on to Ashan here. So Ashan, you want to offer a constructive criticism to your friend. So what is your perspective in this condition? What will you do? I would see what kind of person they are really quick. If there's someone who's really serious about things, it's often better to go like more serious way, uh, more polite or whatever you can call it. But if it's say someone who's more chilled out and, you know, takes up things up without really complaining, you can even be just funny about it a little bit. So that softens up the mood. And it just depends on the kind of person they are and how they tend to receive it. But again, I avoid using extremely harsh harsh extremes when you know criticizing someone because i think that's the one thing that really hurts people is when you use extreme words to say something bad about them even though people can be like yeah be honest with me i wouldn't mind they do interesting so. very good point uh so let's now talk about something more personal let's say you really love your partner but there's a very intimate aspect about her that maybe you have to mention and let's be honest when you're talking about let's say something like someone being late that is very different than when you criticize someone's, let's say, behavior during intimacy, right? Or how she looks when she dressed a certain way or whatever. So let's say you want to criticize a very intimate, very close and something rather uh, difficult about her, let's say, the manner of dressing, behavior, talking, whatever it is, something that is too personal and you want to criticize that person. In this condition, how do you try to sh uh, sugarcoat this whole criticism and make sure that she's not hurt in the process? Yes. So, am I going first? Let's go start. Let's start with Pujiks here. Okay. So, first of all, I'll, I'll try to avoid the conversation. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> well, let's say, let's say, dude, let's say this is like something you've been tolerating no, for the past six months, right. and you're just obviously fed up, man. Like you can't right. take it anymore. <laughs> no, that was obviously a joke. So, 
that's that's not healthy. Don't do that. <laughs> exactly. Please tell her that her feet are smelly. Tell her feet are smelly. Tell her that, or you're gonna suffer six months of terrible smell. Yeah. <laughs> you should say I dare you to do it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Very well. So, so first of all, I buy a lot of stuff first. Make sure. To, no, but I mean, well, it really depends on the person. I, exactly. Right. You want to make sure that you're balancing the scale. Uh, and out of joke aside, completely, I think it it really depends on the person, and I cannot like formulate it in one way that I would do it, and it's not really true. So, it depends on how the person is, what the person's like or dislikes are, or how uh, she thinks, for example. Um, so it, it effectively, again, one of my things is, again, first of all, some, although the, the quiet and calm tone is generally the best, like not in the case of the feet, but sometimes people <laughs> respond better with the tough love, especially if it's for them themselves. It's not, it has nothing to do with, with me. That's right. So it's not, it's not like I, I have a gain of this. I have zero gain if they change or don't. So in that case, sometimes people respond, some people respond to tough love better. So that's one thing that I would definitely consider. But in the cases that I have a gain in it, definitely it's very unlikely that a tough love will actually um, help because it, it, it's perceived as you being selfish and you want to advance your gain or whatever. So, I mean, it comes down if some, if I have some issues with some aspects of them that I would like to change, then I would bring it up and I would try to, you know, offer compromises or whatever and tell them, okay, this goes both ways. For example, um, you can also, like, if something really bothers you, I want you to be able to be as uh, comfortable with me as I am with you. So it, it's it's a little bit of sugarcoating, as you mentioned. It's just uh, opening another door that I am telling you because I'm comfortable with you. I wouldn't do it with any other random person. Um, we've, we, I think we're in that part of our relationship that I can actually uh, be uh, be uh, be comfortable with you saying this, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, wow. that, that was a lot of sugarcoating and preparing, dude. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I have a much better idea. Just go to the bedroom and just wear that nuclear mask. <laughs> And then she's going to ask you why you're doing that. Then you're going to answer the question. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's possible. <laughs> but right. uh, ultimately, what I'm trying to say is that I want to, uh, you know, c c create a two-way street here. So it's like it goes both ways. Fantastic. Right. Love it. So, Ishan, how do you discuss something so intimate to someone that you care about a lot? Uh, and how do you criticize him or her? that calls if it's someone that close, I think even if you're being upfront sometimes and if they cannot take it, then there's something wrong with the relationship, I feel, in in the sense that um, it should be strong enough to withstand the highs and lows is what they call it. Right? Well, let's be so, honest, Ishan. I mean, you yourself, you're a self-actualized man, highly educated. But let's think of your partner. Maybe she's very sensitive. Maybe this will really hurt her. Maybe she's shy. I mean, you cannot assume that everyone is at the same level of personal development as you are, nor can you assume that their level of self-confidence matches yours. So maybe they really feel insecure about this. Maybe that's, that's going to ruin their self-esteem. Yep. So that's a very good point. So then that's where the whole point of actually analyzing that person a little bit is important, right? If, if that's, if, if you know them as someone who's ultra sensitive, then maybe going down the sugar, not, I wouldn't say sugar coating, but, you know, trying to uh, say your point using examples or, you know, in uh, rewording the way you would like to present that is effective strategy, I believe. Interesting. But if it's someone who's really, who's really upfronting and take stuff, then it's better being upfront because they don't get the way when you take the 
the, the, the longer by, you know, quoting examples or sugarcoating things. But but if you think things are really going to turn out bad or you're really scared to say face-to-face, you can even do it over a phone call or a video call if if you're scared about your security or anything like that, too. Interesting. So now that you actually talk about this, I, I really love to learn by example. So I want to ask both of you guys to share me one example of you criticizing – a recent example would be ideal uh, – of you criticizing someone recently that it was actually well-received. And I want to know like how exactly you said it and how the other party actually received it. So first, you, Pujiks, can you remember uh, like an incident, a situation where you criticize someone and they received it pretty well? Right. I mean, um, yeah, I, because that person might be known, I'm not going to name names, but um, I, it was like a year ago or so. It's fairly recent. So I had this, uh, like, we... I had fairly recent for whom? Person. For a historian? <laughs> well, I, in a sense that I remember it. That's better, right. Very well. That uh, so... So yeah, I had this issue with somebody, and it, I, I, like I kept it to myself for a long time. And then uh, at some point, I I thought, I mean, I'm, I'm uh, it's it's hurting me a little. It's annoying me in, in a sense, not not literally hurting me, but it's annoying me. Uh, so so maybe it's best that I actually confront this person. And I for a fact knew that uh, that person also had some. Uh, you know, respective issues with with some some of my behaviors or something I would do or whatever. Uh, so so the the way I did it was actually exactly the same way. Uh, I brought it up and I uh, the same way that I was mentioning a few minutes ago. Uh, I brought it up and I mentioned, okay, I do realize I have shortcomings too, and I do realize they do bother you as well. And uh, this was not a romantic relationship, by the way. So okay, just, okay, good to know. Just, just it's not one of those. Yeah. It's not about um, you. It's about me. So yeah. fuck off. All right. But, uh, exactly. So that's that. I, I saw it going that way. So I wanted to clarify. That's it's not, right. it's not, it was not a romantic relationship. Anyway, so yeah. And I mentioned, okay, that I do understand that. And, uh, and that's, that's fine on both of our sides. It's not, it's not that I'm saying this, you should like stop doing that or whatever. It's just like, this bothers me. Let's, let's try to move towards something mutual that helps both of us enjoy our time together better. That's it. Wow. So, and, and who doesn't want that, right? Exactly. It's, it's a win-win situation. So, Absolutely. Instead of, instead, so the reason I did that because I knew, as uh, as you mentioned, that person is uh, might be or is uh, n- uh, very sensitive and not tolerating criticism or feeling awkward or whatever. So I wanted to present a situation that is comfortable. So I wanted, I, I tried as best as I could to create an environment of su- uh, safe space, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So. So I criticize myself along criticizing them to make sure that this is not an attack. This is a mutual understanding and a growth situation that we're trying to do. Very well. And it was well received, right? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Bravo. So, Sean, how about you? Any example that you can think of in the recent memory Um, of, let's say, the past 10,000 years of human history? (laughs) <laughs> That's what Pujic would say. That, but, I think right. I think it was Julius Caesar and Pompeo. Wow, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, it would be uh, actually about six months ago with a friend that whose behavior is finding highly rude towards other. That's and right. Normally, um, I, I it's not like it was something that I instantly criticized him, mm-hmm. but it, it, after a few months of observation and notice how arrogant or standoffish he was being with some people that. He should be respecting more. I actually had a talk with him, and it started off with just being a talk about something else, and suddenly the topic changed to, you know, human behavior, and like I just brought it out of the blue, and I think he was kind of taken back. Oh, okay. But when I actually like, 
use examples and say, okay, this is what I think. As a friend, I had the right to tell you this. He actually appre- ended up appreciating it. So we didn't end up killing each other that night, which was successful. So that was great. Was that's a great one. That's a great one. And uh, since we already gave yeah. an example for uh, criticizing others, the last part is, of course, about being criticized. So I want you guys to think, of course, I'm not going to ask you guys to name these things, but generally, how well do you uh, feel like you've changed because of a criticism you received a long time ago? I mean, like, can you think of right now any part of your life that has been dramatically changed because of a criticism you received a while back that you actually took and applied to your life? First, you, Pujiks. Uh, I think a lot, honestly, and I'm not saying that to illustrate that I'm actually a good receiver of criticism. It doesn't have anything to do with that per se. I had a lot of situations that somebody criticized me that I didn't take it well, and I lashed out at them. And then later on in my life, I like a day or two later, or maybe even longer, I thought about it and I was like, yeah, they're right. It, it actually makes a lot of sense. So I, I, I maybe should apologize and also work on it. So I did that. So it, it doesn't, it means that a lot of times, a lot of these growth situation came out of, t- uh, critic, uh, criticisms that I didn't receive well at the time. Wow. Of the but they actually proved quite uh, beneficial. I, yes. It, I, I think I have grown a lot from people's feedbacks and, uh, and I uh, continue to do so uh, consciously now. Very nice. And Sean, how about you? I'd say something similar too. Like I, I, I wouldn't really lash out at people. I just like you know feel upset about it. Mm-hmm. Um, just take it in and think about, oh man, this is what I've become, or why did they say that to me? But I feel like when I actually thought about it and I saw myself improving, it was like I think I better thank my crit- critics for that. So like they definitely help you grow, and I think. A lot of people would agree on that, that critics help you really grow if you take it the right way. Exactly what you mentioned earlier. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. We really need somebody to criticize us. And of course, a lot of our growths have been a result of being first criticized. And then we start thinking, contemplating, and then decide to change ourselves. And that's exactly when magic happens. I love it. So uh, with that being said, now we are approaching the end of the show. Let's try to sum up the sum up the discussion and wrap up the entire conversation and reach a final conclusion. So let's start first with Pujiks. After all that we talked today about criticism, what is now your final thought for our listeners? Right, I think it's a it's a very important thing, regardless of the criti- uh, critic. Uh, the credibility of the critic, rather. Think about their input. I mean, it does. It's it's somebody giving you feedback for free. It's their opinion, even if it's, even if it's a destructive criticism, it's their opinion. It, it worth analyzing, I think. Um, if it's not, uh, so, so it doesn't mean that all of them have the same value. Some of them are more valuable, so you spend more time on them. Some, some of them don't, but it's good to give it a second or two, at least any of them and try to look at it. Even if it's a destructive criticism, there might be some pearls within it that they didn't intend to give you, but they did anyways so why not use it right so that that would be that would be my perfect self in terms of receiving criticism fantastic and Sean, what is your final comment for our listeners uh practically maybe write down criticism that you've been receiving over with and see what really you want to work on because that will get you moving don't take everything too personally like ignore the trolls obviously but always remember that critics will help you grow Fantastic. Right way. Critics will always help you with the trolls. 
You trolls out there, fuck you all. They, they do not help at all, man, I'm telling you. So here's the message. The BTP podcast has one message for all the trolls. The ladies and gentlemen who are trolls, fuck you all. You cannot help anybody. We we need critics, not trolls. That's what we talked about. Fantastic. Sure. Speaking of trolls, we need some trolls on our website. That's right. So if you're now listening to our basically show, we need you guys to leave some trollish comment on our podcast. Literally, right now, log into btp.podbean.com and there... Go to the podcast and there leave a trollish comment. Say, you guys suck. And that's going to be fantastic because we want to get your feedback. So from now on, if you, if you're right now with us, just simply search beyond the present podcast on Google. Go to our website and check this uh, episode and leave us a comment. We need your criticism. Trolls are also – so in this case, Honestly, trolls, you're also welcome. Don't worry about it. You can actually join us. Honestly, the moment we get a troll – Absolutely. Yeah, we love to see some trolls on our website, troll, so no we problem. Made it. <laughs> That's right. Yep. And overall, this is all the time we have for Thanks for tuning in, and hope we're going to see you guys next week. For now, this is all the time we have for My name is Daniel Mulgan, and this was Beyond the Present Podcast. Thank you very much. 